Hello, human beings of the world. My name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously Bored. I know. Hello, Michael. How was your week? Uh, this is episode 30, so I guess that's kind of a momentous occasion. But yes. uh, let's start with your week. More than 29, less than 31. Yes, very there momentous. Um, so this past week was Father's Day. Yes. So You are um, a father. I am a father. and Multiple my, children. And, I, and my, I have a father. So me and I like to gamble. My dad likes to gamble. So oh, we shit. use that excuse to not get yelled at, and we went to a casino. Let's go. Yeah. So we go to this casino. <clears throat> now, if you were listening to last week's episode, I turned 49 last week. It was my birthday. It was 59. So I am a 49-year-old man. I am 59. a partner in an accounting firm. I make an okay 59. living. Still feel really uncomfortable with my dad watching me gamble. <laughs> 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 so he got slapped around pretty quickly. And I, I'm not asking him. I don't know how much All right. So hold on. But what, like, what are you? What are you playing? And and what are the the stakes? So my we get to the casino. My dad goes to play roulette. I went to play blackjack, and we got there. Let's say twelve o'clock. He goes to play for a little bit. I'm playing blackjack for a little bit. I'm kind of up and down, not really doing anything special. Maybe forty five minutes later, my dad comes over, and and he he's gambled a bunch. So I don't know how much he brought that he was willing to lose, but about forty five minutes in, he comes over and he's like. I lost all that I was going to gamble, so I'm done. So I'm like, yeah, like I kind of just started. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I played maybe 30 hands. Like so, I'm so then he stands behind me. He doesn't say anything, doesn't complain, doesn't say anything about what I'm betting. But it was so fucking uncomfortable. That and I'm I like, know you well enough to know that you're superstitious too. Like if 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 something changes in the room and you all of a sudden start losing, like you you want to unchange that thing. Oh, so as it turns out, I did start losing. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't the driver. It was the fact that and look, I don't gamble crazy numbers, right? Maybe bet twenty five dollars a hand if I'm on a winning streak, a little bit more type stuff. And, you know, you mm -hmm. and I have a similar approach is if you win, you keep pressing your bets and you go up and up and up. Right. So, granted, if you win 10 hands in a row, you could have $125 on the table. But Easily, it's yeah. not because I bet $125. It's because I added $5 like each time. Yep. So, after just a couple minutes of what felt like him just judging me, I was like, all right, well, why don't we just grab lunch and go? <laughs> 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 so, there was a party that I was like supposed to go to. It was a kid's party. My wife brought the kids, and I was like, look, me and my dad are going to the casino at 12. If we're lucky, I'll get here about like 6 o'clock. I got there before the fucking party officially started. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, funny story about your dad. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember this because it was so freaking hysterical. Um, your dad is is like us. He loves to gamble, mm -hmm. like loves to go to the casino. I don't think he's as bad as we are um, as far as like, you know, degenerate gamblers go, but he, he loves a good, loves a good slot machine and yep. loves a good, you know, whatever. So there was a time where you and I were, we were in New Rochelle and you and I had plans to go to Mohegan Sun, the closest Indian uh, reservation casino to, uh, to where we grew up. And I remember we were at your house and we were about to leave and we asked your dad if he wanted to go. And your mom 
is not a big fan and doesn't like to be left by herself for hours on end. So we said, do you want to go? And he, he, I can't even describe, (laughs) like he had this, like, it was like, yeah, like he actually had the words, yes, out of his mouth. And your mom was like, shut it down. He looked at her and then he looked at us and then he looked back at her and then he went, no, I can't go. <laughs> that is, that is, uh, I've seen that look on many a man, whether it's my father or somebody else. I've seen that look on many a man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I remember that. And I, I remember he was like twitching. He was like, he like really wanted to go so bad. And I'm like, seriously, like you're going <laughs> to. Really? Yeah. So oh, it's it's so something funny. that appears um, being scared of our wives is something that is handed down from generation to generation. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week? Oh, my week was really, you know, I usually bitch about my week. My week was really good. So the wife and I, um, we were just fucking fed up with 117 degrees. So we hopped on a flight to Seattle and she had never been. So um, we spent a couple days in Seattle, got us a nice room um, with a pretty decent view um, overseeing the um, the Space Needle and whatnot. And then um, so we toured, you know, Pike's Place, did the typical like Seattle thing, took her around. She loved the city, had a really good time. We did like a sailing trip and then we rented a car and then we drove to Mount Rainier which is one of the tallest mountains in the United States. Nice. Um, one of, not the tallest mountain. Uh, so we hiked um, an awesome trail on Mount Rainier and actually ended up in this overlook of this you know, lake that was basically glacial like melt-off. So it was like this perfectly green, bluish tinted like lake, which was awesome. And then we drove to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho because we had some friends that were just like, yeah, Coeur d'Alene's awesome. We want to move there. So us being the soon-to-be empty nesters that we are, are, are scoping out places to potentially move to. And uh, so we went to Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene was awesome. Small town, just a little bit bigger than I like. I think the, the population is like 45,000, so a little bit too big. But um, it was really beautiful town. We went, um, we went on a lake. Um, that lake. There's a lake right by Coeur d'Alene. I think it's called Lake Coeur d'Alene. And we did stand-up paddleboarding for the first time, which I don't know if you've ever done stand up paddle boarding, but, um, we loved it. Like it was awesome. So we you, got, we went to paddle boards to that question. I know you haven't done it. You don't do anything that requires actual physical activity, but that's besides is, the point. Is there any way to do the standing up when sitting down? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, so we did that and then we drove, uh, an hour North to a little town called Sandpoint, Idaho, which has a population of about 7,000, 8,000 on a bigger lake, Lake Pondere. And, um, we did stand up paddle boarding there and just had, we did a, like a boat tour and just toured. That's a really cool town. Small town has that small town vibe to it. It's kind of like the old wild west frontier type feel, you know, hasn't really been like overly corporatized. There's this, I didn't see a McDonald's. There was a Walmart, but that was like it. Like as far as like the big chain stores, everything else is like super small mom and pop stuff, which we absolutely love. Lots of little cool craft breweries and, and things of that nature. So that was a lot of fun. So this, um, couple things of paddleboarding, it was one of those, they rented it on the water, like, like people rent yeah. jet skis, stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. So that was the first time you've ever paddleboard, stand up yeah. paddleboard and the second. Yeah. And then yeah. 
knowing how you are, then it doesn't surprise me that I then see a video later on online of you buying a fucking kayak or yeah. stand up paddleboard or whatever. Yeah, last last night we went to REI and spent two grand. <laughs> We're like, oh, so I mean, there's not much to do in Arizona in the summers, but there's a ton of lakes, and most of the lakes are up north where it's a little bit cooler. So immediately in our mind, we're like, all right, they're inflatable, so we can pack them down and they fit in the RV. So we can drive up north, camp out, and then go paddleboarding on the lake. And th- they're self-sufficient. I mean, you can pop a chair on one of them and go fishing if you wanted to, like out in the middle of the lake. So it's, and you know, of course we don't do that. What we do instead is we buy a fucking five gallon cooler that's made for the paddleboard that you can fill with ice and alcohol. (laughs) And then we go out in the middle of the lake. We like bungee our, our paddleboards together. And then we just drink out in the middle of the lake. (laughs) It's freaking cool. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my week. But one of the things that was just fucking bizarre is and, and I know you and I have, have talked about these things before, but everywhere I went now, I, I covered most of the countryside of northern Washington, right? So the Pacific Northwest and a little bit of Idaho. And these motherfuckers love their Sasquatch. Yes. Everywhere we stopped, there were like Squatch T-shirts and Bigfoot sighting signs and like little DVDs that you can buy at like the the local like, you know, convenience store of like Bigfoot sightings. They love their fucking Sasquatch. Yeah, and so funny that – so this week's episode, kind of the topic that we were going to talk about, before you told me you saw any of that, yeah. I picked and, – and most people might not know this, but – the Bigfoot, Bigfoots of the world, Sasquatch of the world, they all fall under what's called cryptids. Right. And so I said to you, hey, David, let's do this week on all the different cryptids that are out there. And you said, holy shit, this is all over the place here. This is fucking perfect. So that's what our topic is going to be this week, cryptids. Yeah. So there's there's actually a study. I did a little bit of research on this um, actually a while ago because our trip, which has yet to happen yet, is going to be um, in West Virginia. And the reason why I really wanted to do West Virginia is because of the folklore in that area. And there's like a dozen different cryptids. Cryptozoology is like the study of like things that have yet to be proven real, like from a, from a, from an animal standpoint, you know, things that people have seen and said that, you know, they think that it exists. So they have video of it, but they can't really be proven. So, um, and there's a ton of that in West Virginia. We can get on that, but I think we should start off, uh, with Sasquatch, good old Squatch. (laughs) My buddy Squatch, uh, (laughs) who makes beef jerky commercials. Yeah. Makes beef jerky. (laughs) So Bigfoot, also known as Sasquatch, which the Sasquatch also known I guess, as Yeti, also known as the Abominable Snowman. Well, uh, there's like thirty it depends. names. Depends. It. It's like Sasquatch is the Canadian version. Yeti yeah. is the mountain version. Abominable yeah. Snowman is the frozen version or cold place version. So th- those things. So like I did a little research as well. Bigfoot has supposedly shown up on wall art on Indian reservations a thousand years ago. Yeah. So it's was crazy. it just a big motherfucker or did they just, they think they actually saw a Bigfoot? Well, if you look at old like cave markings, like even if you go back to like ancient Egypt and who knows what they were thinking when they, they, you know, carved or painted that shit onto the walls, but there's tons of drawings from thousands of years ago 
depicting things that we can't really describe as something that's normal, something that we may have seen before. Right. But so, we all know what um, they were thinking. They were thinking dog, bird, dog head person, rope, dog, bird, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were thinking. You think. Yeah. But um, it's funny because Bigfoot's actually made kind of a resurgence. Like um, there's that old like video from, I don't know, is it from the 60s or 70s? Like the the Bigfoot sighting video where, you know, everybody kind of watches it in slow motion and it's on real grainy film. Um, there's Zapruder, actually been the Zapruder film of Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's actually been new sightings, and here's the problem I have with this whole fucking thing: everybody has a fucking 4K video camera in their pocket at all times. So why don't we have crystal clear evidence of? Aliens, UFOs, Sasquatch, all of that shit. Like you would think in today's day and age that it would just be all too easy to get that. So as we're going to go into more of them, but that's going to make me jump ahead to my notes where you talked about why don't we have one on video or camera. I'm uh, going to give you a couple examples of things they do have on camera and why it makes even less sense that they don't have things like Bigfoot on camera. There is a <laughs> saber tooth beaked whale. That was taken a photo of in 2010 that hadn't been seen for 150 years. Mm -hmm. uh, I think off the coast of like New Zealand or Australia or something. There is a bracken bat, which is blind. It's a blind spider. Its, it's name is bat, but it's a blind spider that's the size of the dime. And guess what? That's been photographed as well. <laughs> so a fucking blind spider. <laughs> um, and then there is a Vietnamese mouse deer which there's been five sightings of it in a hundred years, but there was a photo from 2019. Really? So you have these things that people are saying they're seeing all the time. And like you said, there's, there's things that people are taking photos of a fucking hot air balloon went down this weekend. Somebody had a photo of that hot air balloon going down. Um, unfortunately a building collapsed in Miami. Somebody had a photo of the building collapsing. So all these things. Oh, video. Are, There's actual footage, video of the yeah. actual collapse. Yeah. So all of this stuff is instantaneous, and people have been they've been on video somehow or another, and yet Bigfoot and Sasquatch and Yeti and Abominable Snowman. So let me give you an East Coast one: the Jersey Devil, who he's the only one who comes into this category with wings on. He uh, he's a weird looking dude. Supposedly his he's also known as the Leeds Devil. Something to do with a mother yeah, didn't want any more kids, and she cursed yeah. her kid. Which, yeah, mother of the year right there. She cursed her kid, and the kid came out as this Jersey Devil. So, um, do you know of any others? Oh, I can keep going down the list. Oh, I've got dozens that aren't even on the list. That, uh, like, I mean, you, you haven't? Did you mention the Loch Ness monster? No, Nessie, yeah. the Loch Ness monster. Nessie. So, funny thing is, we're in um, Sandpoint, Idaho, and the lake there is called Lake Ponderay. And um, they actually have their own version of the Loch Ness Monster called the Ponderay Paddler. And there was like little books in like the curio shops about like, you know, the sighting of the Ponderay Paddler from, I think it was like, oh, I don't know. It was actually fairly recent. I think it was in the last 10 or 20 years. So just <laughs> shit like that. You're ruining one of my things I wanted to talk about later is the 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 B category of monsters, right? <laughs> the, so, the B team? Yeah, the B team. <laughs> We're going to play a little game later. later where I'm going to name one. You're going to guess what it is if you can. Okay. But 
Lake Monsters, as you just mentioned, Idaho has one, which is funny because it's not on my list here. But those are cheap. There is one called Champ in Lake Champlain. There's one called Cushy in Japan. There's one called Large Funchoj in Iceland. There's one called Lake Van Monster. It's nice. It's a fancy little name, right? In Turkey. Malambo in South Africa. Mugwump in Canada. They are all fucking defined as lake monsters. Yeah. So well, there's a whole like, like speciesology of all of these things where they've kind of they have they've had. To, I mean, it's science, right? Well, it's pseudoscience, but you know they've tried to classify all of these things into different groups so that they can study them better and understand them better. But still, no no footage. All right. <laughs> so then we have chupacabra. Oh yeah, Mexico. the which translates or is known as. Chupacabra. <laughs> there was no other, there was no other name for it. <laughs> no, I um, think it does have. No, I think it, it does mean something. It's defined as the sucking goat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it had something to do with goats. Yeah, and there's been attacks. They well, attacks, quote unquote. In 1995, there's been attacks. Now, oh. I know there wasn't iPhones then, but there were a lot of people with phones around. Nobody has that. Yeah, everybody had a, in 95. Everybody had the Motorola Razor flip yes. phone. Bastards. Uh, so. If you count those kind of as the big five, right? Bigfoot slash Sasquatch, Yeti slash Abominable Snowmanks, they are defined differently online. The Jersey Devil, Loch Ness Monster, and Chupacabra, which I just love saying the word Chupacabra. There was a, another one, which I have never heard of in my fucking life, but it was considered in the same category as them. And it is the Mokele Mumbembi. It doesn't have another name, but it's known as not only a monster, but it could also be a living spirit. Now, see, that one I could be a little bit more on board with, right? Because especially Native Americans, they have a lot of beliefs in the spirit world. And yeah. in um, in uh, New, uh, New Zealand, there's the Maoris, and they also believe in, like, spirits. And, like, they, you can't take their photo because they believe you're taking their soul if you do it. So those are ones that I can get more of kind of on board with. Like, people believe in this. It's kind of like God, but right? Like Why? Why? So here's the funny thing. So – spiritual stuff spirits and demons demonology that's stuff that there's even less evidence of it ever happening right because it's most of that stuff is either invisible or weird shit happens and then most people try and put science behind it and say oh it was a microburst and you know it caused the whatever to happen right um here's the funny thing most of the stuff that you said before, like the Bigfoot, the Sasquatch, the Loch Ness Monster, there's some sort of physical evidence of it, like being a photo or a video or eyewitness accounts. Like that's spiritual stuff. It's literally hearsay. It's like yeah. eyewitness only. Yeah. And that's why I'm actually okay with that because there doesn't – to me, there doesn't need to be proof of that. Because it's something somebody believes, right? You, you, I could think they're crazy for believing something, but I don't have an issue with them having a belief in it. And that's why those I'm actually okay with. Like if you're just like, oh, it's a spirit that I feel. Say it's the same with, and and I know I don't like I don't like going into religion because there's always people on one side or the other, and then there's QAnon. But um, <laughs> you know, I didn't with, bring it up this time. <laughs> with uh, yes, you did it. But like with religion, it's a belief. There's no fucking proof. There's no proof of an afterlife. There's no proof of a God. Mm -hmm. So there, there's also no proof of Michele, Michele Mbembe, whatever his name is. <laughs> Mokele. Mokele Mbembe. 
So but, like, there's at least something, some physical thing that says, okay, because otherwise, I mean, I don't, I don't think it would have made the list of like the top cryptids if it, there wasn't some, you know, evidence that was thought provoking or, you know, like it, there's gotta be something there. Like you and I can't just say, Oh, we saw a friggin' Tasmanian devil in the backyard. And he looked just like the, the, the Looney Tunes version. You, you just can't do that, right? There's got to be something else or there's got to be multiple eyewitnesses or there's like more than one person needs to experience it in order for it to, to, to be something real. Yeah. So, no, this wasn't the point. Tasmanian devils. I just want to talk about Walt Disney for a minute. <laughs> that motherfucker has fooled me many a times. Right? <laughs> he is growing up, right? You, you, you're a little bit sheltered. You don't see as much. You don't have the internet like you do now. <clears throat> so you can't just look up anything that you see. I think I told you this. And it's a little embarrassing. But I think I was like 20 when I found out chipmunks were real animals. <laughs> like, I thought Chip and Dale was something that Walt Disney made up. And Tasmanian Devil is the same thing. But that I actually found out when I was a little bit younger. But, again, that's just something I thought was fucking made up. Yeah. And then I find out that they're real things. And I know, look, he exaggerated some of their characteristics, but some of them are relatively similar. So, yeah, By the way, Tasmanian Devil, I found this out on the uh, boat tour we were on this weekend, is the smelliest animal on the planet. And like, there's a list of like the top smelly animals, and the Tasmanian devil was the the smelliest animals apparently. And you know, number two was the skunk. Oh my god! So imagine how bad those motherfuckers smell. So this goes again to so Tasmanian devils are from Tasmania and Australia. That's how they get their name. It again is the list of everything that is dangerous or i guess stinks it always comes down to these fucking australian animals australia yeah australia's got some <laughs> wicked animals google man. the 10 deadliest spiders <laughs> google the 10 deadliest snakes google the 10 less they're all in australia sea animals. Yeah. eight or nine of all of them are always in fucking australia ironically if you I, I know australia has some level of scorpions mm -hmm. they're not poisonous <laughs> well they have or they're not like the most poisonous, because Arizona is home to the bark scorpion, which is the most poisonous uh, yeah. scorpion on the planet. Australia has this thing. It's called the huntsman spider. Oh, no I've lie. The body is about the size yeah. of a fucking golf ball. But they are super non... They're not harmless. They're not poisonous. Nothing. But they're I had a friend harmful. clip one yeah. with a fucking shoe, and he just like lost an arm and kept running. Like, Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ironically, I watched that uh, that documentary you told me about a few episodes ago, My Octopus Teacher, mm -hmm. and really loved it, by the way. Mm -hmm. It was awesome story. Yep. And uh, during that, that story, the octopus um, was attacked and lost one of its uh, one of its legs to a shark, and then it, it grew back. It was yeah. kind of funny. Um, that was a happier moment in the story. <laughs> Surprise yeah, for the no. people who get to the end, let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, like it's, they I all said, die in the end. I told you, I'm not a big documentary guy, and I thought that was, thing was fascinating. I told my wife about oh, it. She watched I love it documentaries, too. man. I don't know. I, I could spend all day on Netflix just hitting the documentary section and just one by one watching them. All right. So, what about documentaries on this kind of stuff then, right? Where oh, I watch really them all is, the time. But there's no answer. All the time. Like, that's the thing. Well, so there's, there's documentaries which are like scientific explorations of trying to get to the bottom of something. Right. And then there's those stupid fucking like, you know, ghost hunter shows that their goal isn't 
really to find the truth. Their goal is to entertain you for an hour um, at a time. Uh, so I, I have a problem with those. I, I refuse to watch any of that bullshit. But I love like long, thought-provoking documentaries that go through the history and you know where they were last seen and all the evidence. That stuff um, I really, really can get into. But the, those stupid fucking those shows that you see at like two a.m. in the morning, I just can't do it. Bad time to say that this episode was brought to by the Ghost Hunters, <laughs> our new sponsor. So, yeah. right, but you're talking about evidence, right? Like the abominable snowman. I probably should call it Yeti because I have trouble with the word abominable. Um, <laughs> the Yeti, there was a footprint photo from 1951. In the snow. I, I know yeah. exactly which one you're talking about. And, yeah. But it's not like, oh, here's a path of them. It's just one footprint. So yeah. how does that catch on in this the scientific world, the – cryptic believers world, whatever you want to call it, where it's like there's no other footprints around it. So clearly somebody could have just taken a fucking piece of wood and, and did it in the snow. Why does Are you that talking about on? the one that has the ice pick next to it to show the size? Uh, maybe. I don't know if there was anything yeah. next so to it. So that was actually taken by the, um, the guy who was the first person to scale Mount Everest. Um, his last name is Mallory. I can't remember his first name, but um, – uh, Everest is another fascination of mine. Like I watch all the documentaries and all the shows about people going up Everest. Um, probably because I'm like fascinated with just death in general, but people die every, like four people died like a couple months ago on Everest and like every year it's like gets worse and worse. So, I mean, I'm fascinated by people that are dumb enough to, to risk their, their lives for, you know, something as silly as, you know, being at the, the highest point on the planet. Just, just on a side note, if um, anybody is climbing Everest and listening to this podcast, he didn't mean idiot in a bad way. You're an idiot. He just meant more in the <laughs> you're an adventurous kind of person kind of way. <laughs> in a stupid, idiotic sort of way. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I, I get it. I, you know, you push yourself. Um, you know, I, I'm all about achieving things that, that are fantastic, you know, like uh, achievements in, in mankind, right? I'm all about that. But – like there's a mountain called K2 and I know we're getting a little bit off topic here, but there's a mountain called K2 that has a 25% kill rate. Okay. Jesus. So 25%, a quarter of the people that try and scale that mountain die. That's better than some snipers. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Uh, what, and it's the second tallest mountain in the world, right? So it's not Everest, but for some reason, it's like the mountaineer's mountain because it's more climbing involved. Like Everest, you can just kind of walk up and there's a little bit of scrambling. But for the most part, like you actually have to have mountaineering equipment like the spikes and the pickaxe and shit like that in order to get up K2. Quarter of the people that go up that fucking thing die every year. It's just like every year. So here's the thing with that. Like with, the, with the Everest thing, I see it all the time. There's groups of people that go, right? And they, they do base camps. They go up a level. They rebase camp to get adjusted. They keep going up. So in theory, this K2, there's got to be a group of people. So you you got to be looking around and saying, one of you motherfuckers ain't going to be here. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, because, if, if, you're, if you're in a group of four people, yeah. right? <laughs> you're like, all right, well, shit, one of us ain't making it back. Um, back on the cryptids thing, though, um, Last season, we talked about, you know, you and I going on a trip. Mm -hmm. And um, I disclosed that I play this game called Fallout 76. And it's a post-apocalyptic. It's like a reimagining of like, you know, a World War III and the aftermath of that. And it's it's fun for me because I really like that genre. But, you know, you kind of you're this explorer and, you, you know, you get to explore this kind of world after like human beings are gone. 
and um, a lot of the um, the 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 monsters, so to speak, in this game are based on real West Virginia folklore. Um, because if I haven't said it, West Virginia is kind of the map for, for this game. And, um, and it's one of the reasons why I wanted us to do our trip there because there are literally towns where their sole reason for being is as like the kind of headquarters for specific cryptid sightings, right? So there's a town called Point Pleasant and it's well known for being the place where the Mothman was first seen. The Mothman um, is this just kind of moth-like figure with red eyes that, you know, a bunch of people saw in the 50s, I think it was. When he and, fought Godzilla? Uh, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> They're thinking Mothra. Okay. Um, anyways, there, the the folklore has, has caught on so much so that the town itself, like if you go anywhere in the town, like that, there's like a headquarters, there's like a curio shop, there's like a statue of like what the Mothman was supposed to look like out in the middle of town. Like this whole town, it's, re- it's like uh, Roswell, New Mexico, right? You go anywhere in Roswell and every fucking store, there's pictures of alien heads everywhere because they've just attached themselves to that Roswell, you know, um, UFO you know, experience or crash back in the fifties. Yeah. It's anything Anyways. that can make money, right? So they're tying it to something. Yeah. It's kitschy. Yeah. It's catchy. You get people in. Oh yeah, I was there. And like, look, you have some people who believe it, but even people who don't, it's just something to draw people yeah. in. Yeah. But, um, so there's a movie made of it, which, uh, Richard Gere was actually the lead in it. And Deborah Messing, I think was in it too. Um, it's called the Mothman prophecies and it kind of, takes place around you know that same whole concept but there's there's this uh there's a, a cryptid called the flatwoods monster which was uh like an alien sighting um if you go in uh there's a town called flatwood if you go there like there's a again a sculpture like all sorts of like things around there where you can kind of explore and read about the history of of that thing there's there's a town called grafton and there's a grafton monster which is more of like the yeti type thing this big kind of like headless eyeless um like white monster hairy monster type thing so and there's literally dozens of them in West Virginia, so much so that I actually mapped our trip. When we do actually go on this trip, I've actually mapped all the towns that we're going to hit. And the place that I want to stay is like centrally located. So we're no more than like an hour and a half from each of these towns. So I got a question for you. So these last couple, three, these last three or four that you've mentioned, the um, basically mostly in West Virginia, but in general, why aren't they as well known, or why is the things like the Yeti more well known? Does the Yeti have a better agent? Like, why aren't like I've never heard of some of these. I've, well, I mean, think about it. Um, so the Yeti is a popularized kids like watch. Growing up, if you watch the Rudolph the Red Nosed mm-hmm. Reindeer like you know animated series that we all waited By Rankin for, like Bassin. Or something yeah, like that. Ev- yeah. All those like animated stories, you know, the Yeti was a part of that, right? So the Abominable Snowman or whatever. There's actually like one of those episodes in that style all around the Abominable Snowman. So I mean, they were fictionalized and popularized long, many, many years ago, and they stuck. So um, I think that's why. That's one of the reasons why is they kind of hit mainstream when there's a movie or a cartoon made about them. I mean, Pixar's doing a ton of like cryptid like stuff like with Bigfoot and you know where uh I forget there was a, a movie like three or four years ago that was all about like Bigfoot 
And he had like a name, like Fred or something like that. Yeah. I also think not by Pixar, but that's okay. (laughs) All right. Same same type of style. I'm going to, I want to end with the real or not real question. So I'm not going to ask that now and don't answer. I want to, I want to have a little game. I want to name a few and I want to see if you can guess kind of what they are. And Mm -hmm. some of them I have where they're from. So you can guess that as well. All right. And probably well, of course you didn't pick the easy ones. So this, I feel like your games are just made out to make me look like a fool. Correct. Every one of your games. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pick a game where David has no chance whatsoever. It's Good. So we don't know. Flip. We don't need to go over the rules. Good. <laughs> Good. All right. So for, if I'm sure here's the other problem, I'm sure if I pronounce these better or correct, it might help you, but I don't think it's going to help you. <laughs> so I also don't think it's going to happen. The first one is the Ahu Zatal. That's A H U I Z O T L. Ahu Zatal. Yeah. Uh, I, I, what am I supposed to? Well, guess. Is it an animal? I'm not a, I'm a, not a linguist, it a so what? it's a vegetable. Yeah. No, I have no idea. It's a dog. No freaking idea. It's, a, it's dog a dog with waterproof fur, and it's from Mexico. Okay. I'm just, these are some B list, C list, maybe even. Your you're uh, West Virginia's yeah. B list. These like are C list, maybe. H list. Dingo Nick. Uh, sounds like something out of Australia. The Dingo H O baby. That's actually <laughs> why I picked it because it has nothing to do with Australia. It's an African large tusked walrus. Okay. All right. So wait, so that's an actual animal then and not, not a cryptid? No, it, like was, actual... it was under crypt. It was all under cryptids when I looked it up. Oh, okay. So it's walrus-like. Yeah, then. yeah, walrus-like. You can't call it a walrus because then it would be real. Um, Selma. <laughs> Hayek? No. The Selma. actress? <laughs> I've not. Um, it's a lake monster. One of the few that I picked out from that group. It's just mm-hmm. a lake monster. I think I dated somebody named Selma too once. <laughs> was a lake monster. Um, Fouke monster. F-O-U-K-E. Fouke monster. You can figure why I picked this out because it's close to fuck. Fouke monster. <laughs> uh, no. Is this even a game anymore at this it, point? I mean, it, these uh, are so it ridiculous. It is to me. I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, you're having fun. So oh, the, the Fouke, fucke, fucky, whatever monster is part of the great ape family. Or that's what it, it looks like. Philly? A great ape. No, which I think <laughs> was also your, your nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then just one. in college was Jello. One One last one. Um, just because the the definition is so fucking American, it's a so it is from America. Mm-hmm. It's a shunka warakin. It's got to be like a Native American thing. I mean, why would an American monster be named that fucked up? Maybe, but typical fat fucking American style. It's wolf like, it's boar like, and it's also hyena like. So it's all these things in one. Mm. Um, so it's got to be fucking everything. Mm, interesting. Do we even have hyenas in the U.S.? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's like an African slash Australian thing. Yeah. Um, no, you know they have hippos now in South America because of uh, uh, Escobar. Because of COVID? Fucking no, Obama. Because of uh, Escobar. <laughs> oh, Escobar. That's yeah. right. There's also fucking billions of dollars buried in the middle of the uh, Colombian forest because of him. Or where is it Colombia? He's from Colombia, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So hold on. So the question, no, no. The question is, do you believe? 
Well, first off, before I give my answer, I will suggest anybody can vote down below whether they like believe, whether they have any others, the suggestions, yeah, any other weird ones that they've heard of that uh, haven't been around. So, um, no, I do not believe. You don't? No. Do you want to believe? It's never a bad idea, right? Like, I, I do like the idea of there being something other than us, right? Whether it's the Area 51 type stuff or is there somebody in outer space or these monsters that are smart or smartish that are out there. But, you know, for every Loch Ness monster that turns out to be a fucking lump of wood that gets debunked 25 years after the photo, I, I, I've seen nothing to to make me feel that they do believe that they do well, exist. No, nobody has. I mean, that's that's why they're cryptids, right? By definition, they're they're not like provable. You know, there's no scientific factual evidence of their existence. Um, here's my thing. I really want to believe in a lot of these. I want to believe in the afterlife. I want to believe in ghosts. I want to believe in UFOs. Although, I mean, we can talk a whole episode about UFOs. We should actually, because the U.S. government's about to release like 500 pages worth of un, you know declassified documents about you know what they know and what they've seen over the last you know 100 or 200 years. So that could be a fun episode in and of itself. But I really want to believe in all of this shit because it it kind of it, it gives us a, a better purpose, I think. You know, the whole afterlife thing. Okay, cool. Like so when I die, there's something else. That's fucking cool. Um I mean that changes the game, right? If you all of a sudden found out that this life is not your last life. That changes the game. That changes everything. I got some right? apologizing to do. <laughs> <laughs> everything. So like stuff like that. I really like UFOs. I want to believe there's just no damn evidence other than, although, you know, the, the, the government's released some interesting footage, but still that footage scares me more than anything else. And it scares me for two reasons. Number one, if it's alien and not of this world, that means they are so far fucking advanced that we have no shot if they should decide to become hostile. All right. Hostile. Number two, if it's not alien, that's the worst possible scenario, right? That means it's North Korea, China, Russia. One of our enemies has technology that is thousands of years ahead of anything that we can comprehend right now. All right. So to me, that's a hundred times worse than it being a little green man from outer space. Yeah. And so here's the other thing, though. Like nowadays with the deep fakes, with Photoshopping, with all the editing that happens, you know, like, look, Forrest Gump didn't actually fucking meet Nixon, right? <laughs> like the movie looked pretty good, looked like he did. So I don't even know if I saw if I saw it with my own eyes, then then it's a different story, right? Then – now you also become the fucking loon who has to go tell other people that you actually saw it. So, again, you're just going to come off like a crazy person at that point. I don't even need to, like, tell other people. I just – just me knowing. Like, I don't – so I have a question for you. Haunted houses. Haunted hotels. Okay. Would you, would you go stay in one? By the way, there's hundreds in, in the state of Arizona. Hundreds. Um, you know what? I've never given a thought to it. But, like, haunted houses – the thing there that it's just the, somebody jumping out from behind a wall, the boo, that's what scares you, right? A haunted Not hotel? necessarily. I mean, if you're standing in a room and all of a sudden shit starts falling off the wall for no reason – that's that's not a boo. That's a what the fuck is wrong with my house? 
<laughs> I don't I don't know. I will say this though. The other day I had one of the Superman behind me fall. The mm-hmm. little figurine, the four or five mm-hmm. inch figurine. He fell. I was on the couch on the other side. Um and I was like, what the fuck was that? That was so, Christopher Reeve. He's yeah. taking up uh residence yeah. in your basement. Yeah, he uh he what, did he get on a horse? <laughs> um <laughs> so too soon, too soon. <laughs> so <laughs> not too soon. While I was sitting there and look, I don't I, I look as an adult, I'm not scared of the dark, but I'm still not crazy about it, right? Like my parents' <laughs> old basement, even though they lived in the house till I was in my early forties, when I go down mm-hmm. into the basement, there was a point where if you didn't hit one of the lights, you actually went into a dark basement and you had to go mm-hmm. and go across the fucking hall to mm-hmm. turn on the light. Now, having gotten robbed four times as a kid, that probably doesn't help, but yeah. I still did not like doing that. I felt very uncomfortable walking through the basement. Right. So after this thing fell, it became a fucking mission for me to find out what that noise was. And then as it turns out, I didn't find out what it was, but I had to justify what it was. I was like, oh, it must have been this. must have been this. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, course. that's probably what happened. And then a couple of days later, I realized the Superman was gone. And I'm like, oh, fuck. That's actually what fell the other day. Not this stupid thing uh, that I blamed yeah. it on. So answer the question. I would do not you? think I would stay at a haunted hotel. even though Why I not? Don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I've been trying to get... Uh, Come on, dude. We'll bring all my camera gear. Like it'll be fucking fun. I cannot get my wife to do it. There's like every every like cowboy town in Arizona has a haunted saloon, a haunted hotel. I want to stay in one of them, like in like the room that they say is the creepiest, right? All right. And so, I cannot get anybody to go with. Me. All right. So if I go with you, I got some ground rules. <laughs> Simple ground rules. Okay. One, cuddling is absolutely allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Time out. No, nope, nope. That's one of my ground rules. I, if I get scared, I absolutely have to be able to grab onto you and hold you. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a ground rule. I'm starting I'll take right it back. There. I'm out. I, I mean, I would do it for one. If, like, if it was me and you, I would do it. But I, I don't think I'd sleep much. It might be because of the cuddling, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think you just want to cuddle. Yeah. On a side note, what are you doing later? <laughs> So uh, here's my thing. I, I want to believe so bad. And, you know, this we'll, we'll take this back to cryptids in a second, but I want to believe, I want to see, I want to experience with my own eyes something that can at least make my mind wonder about the possibilities of what, you know, there may exist. But um, I haven't yet. So if anyone has a uh, haunted hotel in your town, let us know. Put it in the comments below because we would like to visit it. Uh, at some point, and uh, and if there's any cryptids that we missed, by all means, feel free to comment below and let us know what they are. Yeah. Um, all right. So with that, I'm Michael Carter, and I'm David Michael, and we are ridiculously, ridiculously scared. <laughs>